that's annoying. The fuck is that? Oh yeah, that's your phone. I need to. <laughs> it has it has like the um, <laughs> the piano thing that you do to keep time. I guess <laughs> that is not. <laughs> uh, ready? <clears throat> yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to This American Horror Story, an unofficial podcast about the FX hit show American Horror Story. I am your host, Tyler Moss, here with my long-lost co-host... Chris Husted. I'm still alive. For another year. That's wonderful. Wonderful news. I made it. We've made it. We made it a year. It's been a long-ass time. What's happened since, uh, since we last talked with everyone? Let's get a little personal. Something big happened. That's right. I got married about a month ago, and Chris was there. And if you haven't seen him, we posted a couple relatively embarrassing drunken videos of myself on uh, our Facebook wall in the midst of the activities. But uh, you should it was check him a out. Blast. Yeah, it was fun. I, you know, um, life feels so different. It's absolutely different. You know, um, wake up every morning with an extra spring in my step. Um, oh, I thought you were going to go the other direction. <laughs> no, I find that I'm luckier. I just find $20 bills uh, crumpled up in my pockets and stuff like that. It's it's a good deal. I grew a beard, a magical you did. beard. I was going to say, you're, you're rocking a pretty thick beard right now. Yeah, I'm just letting it grow. You know, it's getting fall. It's my favorite favorite season. So, or maybe uh, you got married and now you can do whatever you want. That's part of it. Yep. Gain, <laughs> gain, gain in weight, drinking beer. I've got one right here. <laughs> uh what's going on with you how's your how's the, how's the off season been uh pretty good i moved i have a new house and i got a dog which is great mm-hmm. he's great his name is lou living dog living girlfriend life's looking yep. good for you yeah i'm kind of following in your footsteps a little bit there welcome it's you know there's small footsteps but <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> to follow in them if you want <laughs> um what uh what um what what did you guys do after your wedding? Which, by the way, I got to t- tell everyone the wedding was beautiful. It was phenomenal. The videos that you're going to see on Facebook don't do it justice because we were sloppy. But that also is a sign of a really awesome, great wedding slash <laughs> a Portland wedding. It was a very Portland wedding. And if this is boring to you, go ahead and skip ahead five minutes and you can totally <laughs> miss all this reminiscing BS and get to the good stuff. But I will say that um, we yeah went to the, the Oregon coast, the beach. Um, which is unlike other coasts, just kind of cold all year round, but it's very beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Very beautiful. Very relaxing. Um, we are saving up for a trip to Spain next year, which will be pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um, no, but it was, it was so much fun and I am so glad that you were there and we had an awesome party. It was fantastic. We didn't get you a present though. That's okay. Your presence, your presence was your present. (laughs) Ah, yeah. And we had food trucks, we had donuts instead of cake, we had beer, there was... Um, there not, were hipsters. There was a lot of hipsters, so it was pretty much everything you'd expect. Oh pretty yeah, you had, your own, you had your own beer brewed for it too, it was amazing. I did, my cousin's husband's a brewer and he brewed the beer my, and that my was favorite, badass. Not my favorite part about the wedding, but one of my favorite parts about the wedding was when we ran out of beer and um steph's uh brought was it her maid of honor yeah got mm-hmm. got an uber to go pick up a keg yep mm-hmm. and we got another keg and people ended up doing keg stands up front afterward i don't know if you saw that <laughs> oh i saw it i saw it i was like oh, i can't do that i can't do that 
because <laughs> we were trying to after party still. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to don't want to totally destroy that. But uh, yeah, my brother did it. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> a lot of people did it. Yeah, that's awesome. It was, it was amazing. No, it was fun. It was a blast. Yeah. Um. Anyway, in in regular tradition, what are what are you drinking right now? I have uh, some Rigers Kansas City whiskey. It's very it's a very sweet whiskey my friend got it for me as a uh a housewarming present a couple months ago when i moved in to my new house and it's delicious it's very uh it's very sweet for for a whiskey uh but it's delicious what are you drinking that sounds very tasty um i am drinking a beer from full steam brewery that has basil in it it's an ale brewed with basil pretty tasty Ooh. i'm drinking this before uh next week i have to start in on my inaugural cider and bourbon and so mm. you know that's uh that's the ahs that's that's the american horror strike cocktail of choice I and like that. let me tell you i tried it i you know i bought cider already and i've been preparing for this and i put some cinnamon in it uh, mm-hmm. Last week, and it was pretty damn good. So you know, awesome. for everyone who's following along, and of course is is of legal drinking age, we you know go ahead and have some cider and bourbon when you're listening to us because, or when you're watching American Horror Story, because that's kind of the uh, we'll just call it the American Horror Story cocktail. I like it. Um, also, I learned recently to during when it was or when it was hot during the summer to have an actual like cider, like you know Angry Orchard or something like that, with a little uh, bourbon in it. Mm, so it's like yeah. double double time so also cider my friend liked to frog after that happened Ooh, so that must have been a fun night <laughs> i paid him 20 bucks though I, i'd like a frog for 10 bucks maybe it was 10 bucks <laughs> we're poor oh, that's all right we're journalists uh now let's kind of move on to let's call it the good shit here we um, go this Woo. season of american horror story american horror story Hotel. This is, of course, season five of our anthologized TV show um, <laughs> that, we, that we love. That we and love. I'm going to kick it off with a quote from Angela Bassett, who says that this that Hotel is the darkest season yet. Whoa. The darkest season yet. And um, I wanted to begin by asking your perspective on that, kind of compared to where we've been at the past few seasons. Totally. Um, I love that we have four seasons now to compare everything to. Um, that being said, I, I would, you know, the darkest season to me is clearly season two asylum, which just had times where it was just, just devastatingly morbid and, and bleak. And so bleak. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I you know, that if, if this story is going to be like that, I'm eager to see what it will be. That being said, uh, season one also had its moments where it was just kind of bleak for its characters. Oh, I but mean, it, it, had, it had a school way. shooting. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, it was horribly, but it was very dark. I mean, those certainly compared to Coven and Freak Show mm-hmm. were by far like the more sinister, more horror really seasons. Um, and this actually brings me to an interesting point, which is, of course, uh, most people, as most people will. Um, know at this point there is another show out currently from brad Mur- or sorry um ryan murphy and brad falchuk which is of course scream queens which just premiered uh two weeks ago it just had its second episode i think um last night yep did you watch it i did watch it did you watch it i did watch it i've been watching that one as well and um i think it's interesting you know obviously scream queens is kind of in the tradition of one of your favorite movies scream scream um if that wasn't evidence enough so uh 
What is your perspective on that show in coexistence with American Horror Story? I think Coven was like the practice round for Scream Queens in a way because as we've texted or g-chatted before, um, Madison Montgomery is uh, Chanel number one <laughs> in the show, right? For real. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that being said, I think Scream Queens so far is pulling off what Coven kind of tried to do. Coven, Coven wanted to be that whimsical, fun. Uh, horror comedy with the with the whip smart uh, uh, or the, the the those those cracks those whips with the uh, the humor that didn't always execute well and the storyline just went crazy. This one so far seems like it's doing a much more solid job of what Coven could have been, but not being tied to American Horror Story, I think Scream Queens has the freedom to be the silly. Um, dark comedy that it's trying to be and i think it's been successful so far i think everyone's doing a pretty good job especially niecy nash playing the cop she's mm-hmm. or the or the security officer she's fantastic and jamie lee curtis is also hilarious oh jamie lee curtis has been awesome and i mean emma roberts has been killing it too she she's doing her mean girl thing she's mm-hmm. good at it oh i mean it's yeah classic but i think you're absolutely right there and i would say that the last two seasons um have kind of almost had like a multiple personality disorder and i think we discussed this in the past where it's like the show was having trouble deciding what it wanted to be right you know in the first season second season it knew it wanted to be a dark horror movie for tv but then i guess i feel like they they realized like they had this amazing cast and they wanted to add some humor to the show and you know they're so good at humor which you know people who ever watch glee obviously there was a lot of comedy in that show so they know you know Maybe, you know, Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk felt like they were wasting their talents by not also infusing comedy into um, Coven and Freak Show. Right. But but like you said, it just kind of ended up making things feel meandering a little bit. Like the plots were all over the place. There was humor at times, which was certainly appreciated, but it also took away a little bit from the darkness that we felt in like season one um, and season two. And so I think that you make a good point, and hopefully moving forward in having kind of Scream Queens coexist, what we're essentially doing is splitting off those two personalities. So that way, Hotel can return to kind of the dark origins of the first two seasons. Yeah, one of the things that was different about what's going to happen with this, uh, or with Scream Queens, before we go back to American Horror Story, though, they brought Ian Brennan um, back on, and he did a lot of work with them on Glee. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why maybe some of that fun, snarky humor that we saw in Glee is fitting in really well with uh, Scream Queens. Uh, slash also uh, Leah Michelle, is, uh, who is the star of Glee, is also in uh, Scream Queens. But anyway, if, you, if you're going to listen to American Horror Story, you know we're probably going to do a lot of comparisons with, the, the, with Scream Queens just because it's by the same creators uh, throughout this podcast, I would guess. I would say for sure, and I think it'll be fun to kind of compare and contrast, and you know, hopefully, um, our theorizing is correct here, and um, we'll kind of see them as a little bit of a yin and yang going mm-hmm. forward. So now, the next thing I want to do is basically kind of lay out what we know so far about the plot line. All right, bring it. <clears throat> so, the plot centers around the Hotel Cortez. Everything's taking place in Los Angeles. We're moving to California. Okay. Um, this is also where we started season one, right? Season one and season two were both filmed here, but it is where season one officially took place. Although season, season two was supposed to take place in, in Massachusetts, but That's it actually right. was filmed in Los Angeles. That's season right. three then moved to New Orleans. 
which is actually of... interesting. Season or um, New Orleans is where Scream Queens is filmed. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. they love their spots. And season four was Florida. Did they film in Florida? I knew I knew it took place in Florida, but you know, I'm not sure if they actually filmed in Florida or not. We should look that up. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're returning to kind of our roots here. Yep. Uh, in California. And um, basically, there is a homicide detective that's played by West. A homicide, <laughs> homicide. Excuse me, homicide detective. <laughs> Who's you're, played by? You're already thinking in the Ryan Murphy uh, homoerotic uh, stuff that he'll definitely be showing. You know what I'm? Time. Well, I'm reading the character descriptions of some of these characters down here and getting my lines crossed a little bit, I guess. <laughs> but uh, sorry, he's a he's not a homicide detective. He is a homicide detective played by Wes Bentley, who everyone will be familiar with as Edward Mordrake from Freak Show. Yep. Um, and of course, he is tracking a serial killer, and tracking the serial killer, he is then led to the Cortez, the Hotel Cortez, um, where he is runs into its owner, its current owner. Um, and it takes place. This one actually, let's be clear. I believe it takes place in the modern day because I think there's flashbacks, but it takes place in the modern day, from okay. what I understand. Um, and it's played by, who's played by, of course, Lady Gaga, who is the big new, the biggest new name in this season. Right. And I initially thought she was just going to be one of those cameo, like Adam Levine type things that happened in Asylum. But she's, she's a main, a, a big player in this, right? Well, speculation is she's essentially taking over the Jessica Lange role. Wow. Which is, I mean, let's go ahead and say that's kind of the good. elephant in the room. Yeah. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, yeah, big shoes to fill, obviously. And so... I mean, she luckily this cast is pretty well rounded out, so I think she'll have a lot of uh, support. But it will certainly be interesting to see what her acting skills are. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, I mean, aside from some Saturday Night Live skits, I don't know that I've really seen much of her acting ability. I've, I mean, in her music videos, she's all right. I mean, oh. obviously, she's very dramatic in life. Yeah, yeah. which is a good sign. She's. I mean, she's. Bit- she, Go ahead. She's very eccentric as a person, so I am sure that transla- that should translate easily to acting. <laughs> and per- personality-wise, and kind of from the character she's playing, seemed like a pretty natural fit. Right. So, uh, she, yes, so she is the Countess. Um, who Countess owns, Luann. Who owns this watch, hotel? Do you watch Real Housewives of New York? I do not. Uh, <laughs> is there a reference there somewhere? There's a Countess in there, yeah. There's a that's, countess. That's the one show that Sarah and I, reality show that Sarah and I can agree on. Actually, I take that back. It's also Top Chef and Project Runway, but that's, that's the one Real Housewives show that I do watch. That's the one like embarrassing. Yeah, no, there it is. And now about. it's out there for everyone. <laughs> now, <laughs> now y'all can who ride me. Now they're all gonna judge. Anyway, um, the countess is a blood sucking fashionista, is her description, and she's quite literally a blood sucker. Um, we'll talk about that more in a minute. Um, but this season will feature two bad guys, essentially, two murderous serial killers in, in the form of, the first one is the called the Ten Commandments Killer. Oh, boy. And this is the one that Wes Bentley is actually tracking when he gets led to the Hotel Cortez. Um, from what we can tell, he's a serial offender that justifies his actions uh, with the Ten Religious. Commandments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a, um, an American horror story if there weren't some biblical references or um, metaphors that were happening. Absolutely. And you know what? I've heard that this season will be tying a lot of threads from past seasons together into one. So I oh. bet you in there we'll see some references to Asylum for sure. Interesting. Uh, the second one we will be seeing, the second murderer, is known as the Addiction Demon. Oh. And this is interesting. It's a guy with no lips and no eyes, from what I understand, who roams the hotel armed with a, get this, 
a drill bit dildo. <laughs> um, I have not yet seen a picture of this. Uh, I don't think you can. Like, I'm imagining it is like a. Dildo I think you have on like drill. Pornhub, maybe, but. Like. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, it's. I'm assuming something like that maybe really exists, and it's not homemade. Oh, we'll see. It maybe exists. it's something. <laughs> <laughs> it exists. Yes. Oh God! Um, so I had no idea that this. Uh, uh, well, and it, yeah, as usual, there will be um, hypersexuality involved in everything. Yep. So the biggest connection, however, um, will be the show is going to be directly connected to the first season. In fact, we will see the murder house itself as well as uh, the realtor from Murder House, Marcy, will be oh. making a reappearance. Awesome, cool. So there's a very direct time, which almost says to me um, that they're really making an effort to, to like carry yeah. things back to season one. I worry that you know that's trying to be overly writer, overly writerly. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, let's make it even all connect, as opposed to letting it just sit as an anthology. Which, again, the only reason I worry about this is because halfway through a lot of these seasons the writing seems to fall apart at times and we get a little lost and then we kind of get back to it so if they're trying to connect everything which we've all read the theories about the way that you know these are all connected especially when we had pepper show up in two seasons that we saw that it could be i just hope they do it well fingers crossed i absolutely agree i think there's a potential for things to be contrived i mean just look at, I mean, this is a very disparate example in terms of the content, but like a show like Lost, where, you know, you have all these amazing ideas going forward, but the writers get so far out there that they then decide, like, well, now we have to rein in some of these crazy things we've done. And then it ends up looking like, oh, that seems like it doesn't exactly make sense. Yeah. I just had an idea. I feel like, you know how we always give our uh, rankings of, um, each episode, like mm-hmm. four out of five or five out of five, and there's always something. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be like five out of five drill bit dildos. Ooh, I like. That. Although I don't know if I want a recording of me saying that <laughs> in, in the world forever. <laughs> you don't want a soundbite of you saying drill bit dildo. Yeah, I'm, I need to get. It's too late now on. that you said it. Someone's going to pull it out. So yeah. unless you want to censor that in the broadcast, I might have to edit this in, in post. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a possibility. We'll throw that out there. Maybe after the first episode, we'll get some other ideas, too. I, I pray that there's something <laughs> else. Um, so we're returning to season one. And according to the creators, uh, as I, we said, the season will be much darker thematically, and we will see the reprisal of other characters from past cycles. Um, cool. What this means exactly is open for interpretation. There's so many characters, clearly we could bring back. One... You know, we had talked way back in season one when we we're moving on to season two. There was so much talk that, you know, let's remember at the end of season one, Jessica Lang left with um, Connie Britton and Dylan McDermott's baby. Right. Oh, that, yeah, that was that. Right. Well, it wasn't Dylan McDermott's baby. It was really Tate's baby. Right. Um, and she. The devil baby. The devil, the demon baby. And so maybe we will see, I mean, the reappearance of the demon baby. Perhaps we could, and you know, even though Jessica Lang said that she's done, I, you know, I, I have something feeling in my bones that she may show up. Maybe not the season, next season, or something like that. But there's no way that she's not going to ever not show up in American Horror Story again. I mean, it got her two or three Emmys. I feel like Golden Globes. 
not that she needed a resurgence of her career, but she was she's back on the map, the, the more broad map, uh, because of it. So it'd be interesting if she brought the baby back this season. You know what I feel like they're setting themselves up for is like an epic cameo in the final episode. Yeah. I'm gonna call it. I'm calling it now. There Jessica it is. Lang back in a cameo in the final episode. Just like as one. Mark of my words. Was, write it. Write it down. Write down. Fold, write it, it, down. Fold, it, fold it up. Put it in your pocket and pull that back out in 13 episodes. It is gonna happen. Um, another prediction that we made at one point. We're. I'm sorry. I'm all over the map on this, but uh, we did predict eventually that uh, a hotel, a haunted hotel, would happen. <gasps> Yeah, absolutely, and, and I think I've been. That out. That's true, and I've been begging for this for a while because, as many of you know, I am a huge fan of The Shining, mm. Ooh. and so I am hoping for some blood coming out of elevators, all that good stuff. Definitely, definitely. Oh, maybe I love, the, I love maybe The Shining. A bathtub with a rotting corpse—that'd be fantastic. Oh. Yep. I, I I have high hopes for this season. That Shall that being all, <laughs> she's going to just sweet. appear out of the dead. Um. So let's go ahead and say that um, I think because of that, I do have very high hopes for this season, and I'm I'm a little worried that they're going to be that they're too high hopes. Can I say that? I'm going to say that I I was going to bring that up later, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now while we're discussing it because I w- I am so excited about the hotel concept, and this is they're like we are trying to have some like a rebirth here, basically. Yeah, it, you know it is it is interesting. I'm I'm actually more excited about this season than I was for coven and i was for freak show because it seems like they kind of have wiped the slate clean in a way even though jessica lang's amazing it's kind of nice that we know it's not going to be jessica a a story revolving around jessica lang which we've always had uh and it's been great and it's been successful in some seasons and not successful in others uh specifically not successful i think in not as successful in coven and freak show because we just got repetitive storylines there with her character which was i'm old i want to be young i want to live forever i'm trying to be youthful again i want my powers back naughty pines naughty pines oh that was dope um so it'll be interesting how they shake it up um my expectations maybe you you need to temper them temper them a bit because right. this is you know a new leading cast in a way we we'll go through this i'm sure because i again you know what's happening more so than i do at this point um and i uh willingly decided not to pay attention so too much so you could fill me in but uh i am excited about this season more than i was about the previous two mm-hmm. i would absolutely agree with that um, we'll talk more about expectations at the end here. The other thing I want to say about kind of the plot, um, apparently Hotel is the most expansive, the biggest set um, in American Horror Story history to this point. Wow. Um, the production designer built a two-story sound, excuse me, a two-story soundstage along with a working elevator and stairway. Tight. And um, Entertainment Weekly just had like a, a two-page spread on this that was showing essentially the lobby of the hotel. And just like how intricate and detailed it was, and how they're kind of like making homages to all sorts of different stuff, and it was pretty spectacular looking. Hell yeah! So I think, I mean, the sets are always a, like a very cool, you know, whether we're talking about like iconic places like the, you know, the Coven's um, <clears throat> house in New Orleans, or you know, obviously the murder house unto itself and stuff like that, yeah. or even the asylum. You know, every place has a feel to it. They do. Um, they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's but a I character. Say, it is, but especially in season one with the murder house. Mm-hmm. It seems like this hotel definitely has has a character. Though you know, with as much 
effort as they're putting into making this hotel interesting and everything and like giving it a backstory i feel yeah. like the hotel itself is is an additional person oh yeah that this is great did you ever watch um i think it was called like uh it wasn't called like hotel 666 or or yeah god it, it, it's it was it starred Locke from lost and vanessa williams <laughs> <laughs> really and it was a, it was a, it was about a hotel in new york that was had some demons or sick Six Park Six 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 or oh yeah, was that a, that was a TV show yeah it was a movie. TV show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. anyway it it I think I got canceled after one season um mm-hmm. I I'm sure someone's gonna correct me and I'm gonna look like a fool for calling it the wrong name but um but that is part of it and when you have these TV shows or movies like The Shining the hotel itself is a character well one is I mean this is obviously the obvious. Stop it! You're a writer, dude. (laughs) Um, It's just because we haven't done this in so long. I'm so excited. I know, Uh, but season one, murder house. Season two, asylum. We're talking about physical structures is what we're centering around. Mm -hmm. Now, when we talk about coven and we talk about freak show, yeah, you know, the freak show was a look. You know, there was a location that was the freak show. There was a location that was the coven. But at the same time, those are more concepts. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so in a way, it does seem kind of falling back to tradition to have like a haunted place. You know a what place, I mean? A location. I agree. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. So next thing I want to talk about is expectations for Lady Gaga. We've talked about this a little bit already. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to dig about dig a little bit more into her character, um, the Countess. Uh, she drinks human blood. That okay. is one thing that has been released about her character. So she's still like I. I mean, that's Gaga. Okay, yeah, like. yeah, she's playing herself. Yeah. <laughs> um, she never breaks character, but she's not a vampire. They want to make that clear. She's not a vampire. It's because of an quote. I'm quoting here: "Ancient blood disease that makes her drink blood." Oh boy! So We're I'm wondering supernatural, right? Um, but I mean, that's every season that's, has had supernatural aspects. It so. has. It has. Yeah. Uh, this sounds a little bit to me. I'm thinking Coven, blood on the face for youth kind of thing. But maybe this time it actually works. Yeah, um, that's the, my immediate thought. Yeah, I yeah. Also, uh, worth pointing out that she does not actually bite people. She has like a chainmail claw she uses oh, to cut them shit. open. Okay. Um, so those of you who've been watching the promos and stuff, you might have seen this chainmail claw in some of those. Um, it's kind of creepy looking. I thought that was just a fashion thing. Uh, well, it's it's uh, both a fashion thing and um, a useful utensil, apparently. <laughs> the other thing I will say is from what I've read, uh, they said that Lady Gaga, this is what Brad Murphy and, or sorry, Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk have said, is that Lady Gaga is pretty much the most willing to do, like, to go over the top than any actor they've ever worked with. I believe um, it. You know, there was a scene where she was doing, like, a basically, like, an orgy or something like that. And she, like, just showed up in pasties and she's down. Um, was, like, ready to go. Which, I mean, what do you, that's, of course, what you expect. So, yeah. whatever we get from her, you gotta, I mean, she's gonna be given it 110%. I have no doubt about that. So, one thing that'll be interesting to employ, and I'm curious what you'll think. Mm-hmm. Are they going to have her sing? I kind of hope not because I'm so sick. Of, after last season, I'm like, yeah, no more freak singing. show singing was just, you know, the one time would have been fine. Just like, you know, I think they all got too excited um, when during the name game in Asylum, which was one of the most brilliant scenes in that season. Yeah, I think actually in the whole series. But 
yeah, freak show too much, way too much. Um, I think they might have her sing a song. It'd be weird if they didn't. But then again, they had Patty LaBelle, and Patty LaBelle didn't sing it all in Coven, so that was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I I kind of hope she doesn't. I I'm kind of I done with the singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm done with that. After Evan Peters sang that Nirvana song, I was kind of uh, like, uh. is Evan Peters in this season? He is, and I will get uh. to that in just a second. The last thing I wanted to say about um, Lady Gaga is that she is the Countess is in a love triangle to kind of kick things off. So that's going to be a um, who isn't an item of tension. She's in it with Matt Bomer, who is playing Donovan. Excited that he's um, in this. He's just like kind of like a. Basically, it sounds like he's kind of uh, a hotel resident, wealthy hotel resident. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got kind of an illicit relationship. His mom works at the hotel. We'll talk about her more in a minute. And the other side of it is uh, Finn Wittrock's character. Oh. Who is, uh, his name is Tristan, and he is a male model. I feel like those should be reversed. Right. I feel like it's Matt kind of Bomer is like the strikingly handsome model. Well, Magic Mike, right? I mean, come on. So, um, you know, certainly they're both handsome dudes. I'm, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict this right now. There will be a three-way with the three of them. At least a three-way. Yeah. That's <laughs> happening. You know, before, I, think you're, I think that's probably a good guarantee considering. And we'll see some butts. Did we have, did we have a three-way last season? We did between... Oh, well, Don uh, Bad. Not... <laughs> and Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> That counts. That counts. That counts. Uh, okay, so you meant now. Let's start talking about the returning cast. Of okay. course, at the top of the bill is Evan Peters, who we just talked about. He is, of course, Jimmy Darling. He is Kit. Ter- Kit. He is Kyle, and he is Tate, who is by far his his best, the best character. Yeah. Um, in this season, it's kind of a return to form for him. Um, he's playing Mr. James March who is the founder and owner of the Hotel Cortez in the 1930s. So he will oh. mainly, I, I mean, he'll It'll definitely be, be appearing right? for sure in flashbacks, but maybe there'll be some kind of thing where he's also showing up in real time as like a ghost or something. I guess we'll see. Uh, but the hotel, I guess, was built, the, the mythology behind this is that James Marsh built the hotel as a maze for his murderous activities. Ooh. So he is an insane serial killer, which is so much better than having... Evan Peters play the protagonist because yeah. that got so exhausting. Agreed. Agreed. He's kind of, unfortunately, sometimes one of the weaker characters in in the story. And I don't know that I don't know that that is his fault necessarily. I think right. he's been kind of put in a box that he didn't belong in. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Sometimes, like, Tate, phenomenal. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, well, we could do a whole episode on it, him, but... So I have, again, high expectations for him this season. Yeah. I think it's smart to put him back in like a crazy serial killer type persona. Yeah, I'm, I like him in, as that as that type of person too. Mm-hmm. Next, I want to talk about Sarah Paulson is back. Of course, mm-hmm. she was she was incredible as Bat and Dot last season. I wanted her to win the Emmy, even though there's a lot of great people nominated. I know, I wanted her to win too. Um, but she's playing off character as well this season. She's playing uh nickname Hypodermic Sally. Oh, wait, what? Yep, she is a permanent resident of the Hotel Cortez, a drug addict, and a nemesis of the character Iris. Uh, yeah, played by Kathy Bates. Yeah. Oh my so, god, hypodermic yeah. Sally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I, you know, kind of fun that, that they're playing such different it. characters. 
I'm sorry. What'd you just say? I said I, this is why I'm glad I didn't like want to learn any of this because I wanted you to tell me it because I think it's you say it so matter of factly and like what's well, hypertrophic Sally? Of course. What? What? Why wouldn't it be? So she's a drug addict. I'm guessing heroin. Uh, hypodermic, you would guess. Uh, the next character we have is Dennis O'Hare returning. Oh, good. I didn't know he was going to be back or not. Good. Of course, you will remember him as Stanley from last season. Um, we'll remember him, obviously, from his great role as the burned guy in season one. Yep. And he wasn't in season two, was he? But he came back in season three as the creepy... Um, he was the butler guy. Butler guy. Who, like, so, loved dolls and, like, kept Madison in his trunk. In his trunk. He killed her, didn't he? He killed her, I think. And then she was brought back to life. Um, no, I think... Didn't... Didn't Jessica Lange kill her? Oh, Jessica, did Jessica Lange... Yeah, she's you're right. Throat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to like this a lot. Dennis O'Hare is playing Liz Taylor, a cross-dressing bar worker in the hotel. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is getting great. This is this is so this is so American Horror Story now. So I feel like we're taking uh, bits of Stanley and taking that to the next level, which I'm very excited about. Stanley was so into role playing, remember? He was, and Dennis O'Hare. I bet uh, he's gonna be awesome. He's gonna be so good. I'm very excited for that character. Now I want to talk about Lily Rabe. Yeah, that's right. She's back. I like we her a lot. We only saw her very briefly in last season in that one episode with Pepper when she returned to Sister Eunice. That's right. That's right. Oh, that was great. That was so sweet. When she, with the magazines. Right, exactly. Oh. So, Lily Rabe will be playing Eileen Warnos. Oh, wait. Monster? S- mm-hmm. Yes, I was going to see if you knew that. Oh, yeah. So, Holy let's fill cow. everybody. I'm going to fill everybody in then. So, um, Eileen Warnos was a real serial killer who killed seven men in Florida between 1989 and 1990. Uh, she claimed that her victims had either raped or attempted to rape her while she was working as a prostitute, and that all of the homicides were committed in self-defense. She was convicted and sentenced to death for six of the murders and was executed by the state of Florida by lethal injection in 2002. And of course, this is the same character who was portrayed by Charlize Theron in the movie Monster, for which um, I believe she won an Oscar. She won the Academy Award, and let me tell you, that was one of the films I've seen where you know who's starring in it, you know it's Charlize Theron. But when you watch the film, I never once was like, oh, that's Charlize Theron doing that. It's, she kills it. Oh, literally. Uh, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that's, it's a very uh, chilling person, but also uh, a, a dark and um, um, kind of a um, complex person. So I, I, I'm, I love Lily Rabe, so I'm excited to see what she does with it. It'll be very interesting to see her take on the character. Yeah. That's a great film, by the way. If you haven't seen it, Monsters, it's you will never once think, oh, Charlize Theron looks kind of ugly right now. It's a completely <laughs> different person. I'm She's assuming it's great. one of the... I actually haven't seen Monster, but I'm assuming it's one of those movies that's like excellent but so dark it's not like you would you gotta be ready it a bunch for of times. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen Mystic River? Yes, yeah. So that's I feel like that's one of those movies where it's like it's a fantastic movie, but you're not going to go and watch that like, you know, no, you once every three months. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Agreed. It's it's the it's always on your like your Netflix list, but you never watch it because you're like, Ugh, I just I'm not ready for that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not in the mood to see. Yeah, the rapist serial killer right now. Right. I want to watch GI Joe Five, <laughs> <laughs> Furious Seven. Yeah. Uh, so also returning is Kathy Bates. Woo. Of course, she was Ethel Darling last season. This will be her. 
ooh, excuse me, her third season, and she's only kind of been in what we consider to be the crummier season. So it'll be interesting to see her. Um, I mean, obviously her character in Coven should have been darker than it was. It started out that way, and then it became kind of a source of humor. Yeah, and then she gave me a, kind of a joke, and I don't know with Gabourey Sidibe, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see um, how this character plays out. Her name is Iris. She is the mother of. Matt Bomer. Um, Matt Bomer. Mm-hmm. And she's the manager of the hotel, uh, and she's overprotective, apparently, of her son. Um, and she has, apparently, a beef with uh, Sarah Paulson's character, Hypodermic uh, Sally. Hypodermic Sally. I feel like I'm going to, I want to be one of these people for Halloween. They already sound, they all sound amazing. Although Hypodermic Sally sounds kind of what I want to do right now. You want to be Hypodermic Sally? Yeah, I don't even know what she looks like yet. But then people probably won't get it yet, because it'll be too soon. You'll have a good three or four episodes before we kick it off. We'll see. I bet yeah. you there'll be even. Let me. I haven't even gotten to some of these good ones. There'll be some even better ones. Maybe you want to be Liz Taylor. You know. No, you know who I really want to be, and this is a tangent. <laughs> um, did you ever watch uh, Twin Peaks? Uh yeah, I fucking love Twin Peaks. Yeah. So Log Lady just died. I wanted to go as Log Lady, oh, but no. but like three of my friends are like we're gonna do Log Lady. I'm like, ugh. Oh, that's a bummer. Anyway, but that's anyway. If you don't have friends who have seen Twin Peaks or they have seen have seen Twin Peaks. Listeners, you should go as Log Lady because that's a great costume and uh, and a great um, um, homage to her. R.I.P. to the actress. Absolutely. Tyler just looked up and he's and he's like holding his hands like he's praying. I love that show. I, I mean, that's a great source. Yeah. That show in itself is a, a great source for many costumes. Yes, Dale Cooper is so suave. <sighs> Fantastic. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Excellent tangent. Um, and also relevant because I feel like every so often we've seen you know you can see David Lynch influence everywhere totally I agree we should talk about that more throughout this uh, season too because of the lodge that they all stayed in in Twin Peaks I wonder if there'll be some references there that's true Um, so we talked about Kathy Bates so Emma Roberts is back the thing is no one knows anything about her character Uh, they're keeping it in the dark intentionally um, and I assume she's not a primary character because obviously she was off doing Scream Queens. Totally, yeah. And so I don't have a whole lot to share about what exactly that entails. Um, they're kind of keeping it under lock and key from what I can tell. I would speculate that she is going to be a guest of the hotel briefly and then become a murder victim. I think that's that seems to be kind of the course for a lot of those cameo parts. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. I will share some gossip about her personal life, which Ooh. is that her and Evan Peters were engaged broke up apparently and then are now back together oh so, okay you know just uh, if you're wondering how the american horror story dating pool incestual families yeah dating pool <laughs> tyler's telling you you don't have a chance with either of them right now uh, that's what i'm telling that's what i'm telling you and i'm reminding myself <laughs> Uh, next, of course, Angela Bassett is back as well. Yes, um, we will I remember her, her from last season as the tri-breasted Desiree Dupree. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's playing Ramona Royale, so they are they kind of like the alliterative names with her, apparently. They do. Um, and she is an actress and former lover of the Countess. Oh, okay. So, so of course, the, so, of course, the Countess is bisexual. Of course, she is. Of course, well, she's yeah. And also, now I'm thinking of all the other threesomes that'll probably happen. Or or more or, or more. four or five six five seven yeah, yeah. seven sums. Um, at what point? This is a tangent too. At what point does uh, it become an orgy? At four. Four, I guess. I Probably. Guess, yeah, four. Because three. 
is a threesome or a menage a trois, and four is well, I don't know. In my mm, never mind, let's save it for another story. <laughs> In my <laughs> experience. <laughs> We'll debate that when the time comes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the uh, Ramona Royale is out for revenge, apparently. It sounds like maybe she was a spurned lover of the Countess. I would so say maybe... five. I'm, I just thought about it. Five. Okay, five. we'll say five. A foursome's she... a foursome and five's an orgy. Yeah. Someone can get that tattooed on their body now that we've said it. Um, <laughs> if you do, you get fr- a free subscription to our podcast for life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ramona Royale is out for revenge. I'm Send us photos. She's gonna be yeah. <laughs> Send us photos. <laughs> we we'll put it on our Facebook page. Um, so maybe she's probably gonna be pretty going for Tristan, who is Van Witrock and Donovan. She's probably not gonna be happy with those guys. Yeah, um, is my guess. She's might, maybe she'll get caught up in that love triangle. Also back, Chloe Sevigny. Oh really? Awesome. And I don't think we've seen her since she, uh, she was Shelley in Asylum. Um, basically, you got all mutated. Yeah. Uh, by Dr. Are they called Ar- Reapers? No. Uh, what were they called? Re- Re- Reapers? Reavers? Reapers? Mm, I don't think it was a Reaper. You're pretty close. Um, Asylum mutants are called... Raspers. Raspers. Close. You were close. Thanks. Thank God for the internet. Otherwise, we'd just sound like idiots the whole time and people wouldn't listen. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Let's yes, just uh, yeah. let's oh, say that again right now. Thank you. Uh, Chloe, Chloe Sevigny is playing Alex Lowe. She is a pediatrician, um, and she is the wife of Wes Bentley. She's the wife of the detective. Oh, okay. And cool. I don't know if I mentioned this, but Wes, once um, the you know the trail of the Ten Commandments killer leads Wes Bentley to Hotel Cortez, him and his family move into the hotel. Oh, that's great. I like that storyline. That's And good. I guess he has kids, too, so that'll be interesting. Uh, nothing like kids in a hotel that makes you think of The Shining. That's I was going to say, I've seen one of the previews, and there's, or sorry, the trailers or whatever they're called, and there's, like, little kids there, and it's, like, of course, very reminiscent of the twins. Or, mm-hmm. um, oh, God, what's the, what's the son's name? Danny Dan- Torrance? Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny. Danny. Danny isn't here, Mrs. Torrance. Oh, God. <laughs> God it's, um, almost, it's October tomorrow, too. Oh, God. This is exciting. And, uh, it, for those of you who watched Scream Queens last night, they actually had a promo that showed... Um, it was uh, Wes Bentley, like, resting on the hotel bed, and then, like, the camera, like, dipped under the bed, and it was, like... It looked like Chloe Sevigny was, like, under the bed in spasms, throwing up something, so... At least that's what it looked like to me. It happened quickly, so correct me if I'm wrong. But that's what I saw. Generally, that's what I'm here for, Tyler. To correct me if I'm wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, did you see it? I didn't see it, actually. We, <laughs> I, I had a dvr and I fast-forwarded through all the stuff. So Okay, so you might have missed that one. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, well, of course, we already talked about Finn Whitrock, who was terrific as Dandy last season. I Fantastic. think he was one of the highlights for us. And nominated for an Emmy this uh, couple days ago. And nominated. Um, a bummer that he didn't win, but uh, excited to see him play, like we said, Tristan Duffy, who is the male... Excuse me, male model, and a hypersexual male model apparently at that. As a former male model, I can tell you, that's not always the case. No, apparently not. <laughs> I don't uh, know what I'm saying. This, this whiskey's getting to me. Woo, mama! <laughs> it's only a. This is this is only the preview episode. I know. That's why I'm so excited. It's been so long. I had a anyway. I had a glass before we started. <laughs> you know, you gotta ease yourself in, right? You know. 
Yeah. There's a, there's been a hole in my heart, and this is this is Me filling too. Up. Um, we already talked about Wes Bentley. He's the detective investigating the Ten Commandments killer. Um, so. Mayor Winningham is making a reappearance. Uh, do you know who that is or Mm-mm. who she was in past seasons? Mm-mm. So last season she played Pepper's sister, the one who sold her basically off to the asylum. Oh, yeah. And I have to look it, up to remember what she looks like, but yeah, I do remember it, that. And Coven, you'll remember her as um, Evan Peters' abusive mother. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she plays the laundress. The one that like, tried to like touch him and stuff? tried to i think that she did she did mm-hmm. um she's the laundress of the hotel in the 1930s okay whose son is kidnapped by gordon northcott who i think they're bringing in some like um, i'll talk a little bit more about the kind of the history of this one famous hotel um in in la that's kind of the primary inspiration for okay. the cortez but i think they're going to be bringing in a, a kind of like just as they're bringing in um Lily Rabe is Eileen Warnos. I think we're going to see you know a number of other real life serial killers, which is pretty standard, I think, of um, yeah, you know, American Horror Story lore. Basically. I was going to say we remember when we met um, um, Anne Frank. <laughs> we did meet Anne Frank, although she Anne Frank. Let's be clear, we're not saying Anne Frank was a serial killer. No, no, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> but there there are these historical figures that. Well, the Kathy Bates Coven. character in Coven was a real. That's and right. And so was Angela Bassett's. That's right. And then even like um, in season one. Uh, I think the pig man that Eric Stone Street played was a real serial killer, wasn't he? Um, and there was some other oh, ones, too. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then the last person that is returning, of course, is Matt Bomer. Um, he was he, he just had a very short stint last season as Andy, who we'll remember as he was Dell's lover for a short period of time until he was killed by Dandy. Right. Um, he's playing Donovan, as I said, who's a resident of the hotel and son of Iris. Now, I want to talk to you about five newcomers. All right. Bring it. First one is Cheyenne Jackson. Does that name ring a bell to you? Yes, it does. 30 Rock. That's right. Danny Baker from 30 Rock. Um, and also, also, I don't know if you know this. Also a very acclaimed act, Broadway actor. Absolutely. Very acclaimed Broadway actor known for being a great singer and stuff like that. So I'm who knows? Between him and Gaga, maybe we'll see a little bit of singing here. But he is playing Will Drake, who is, I guess, like a big fashion designer um, who comes into the hotel. And so he will be playing a major character. I like him. He'll be good. Yeah. Well, I hope. Um, he'll be good. Next, we are also having, of course, uh, Naomi Campbell. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. This After is her... like, good lord. This is just. I mean, I'm assuming it's Ryan Murphy just like getting all his favorite, like fan, being a fanboy on a lot of people, right? Well, so I don't watch Empire, but I heard that she recently had a stint. Do you watch oh, the show? I don't, and I really should, because everyone loves it. I was going to say, it seems like a show that would be right up your alley, so I'm surprised you don't. But, yeah. Um, apparently, she just had a stint on that show, but she is going to be playing Claudia, um, editor of Vogue magazine. So oh, maybe yeah. she'll be channeling her inner Naomi in Campbell's going to be on American Horror Story? Jesus. You know, you know her like like the stories about her like she's has like a temper like she throws her cell phones at people and like is just she's like top diva in the modeling world, which obviously she is. I mean, right. her and Kate Moss are probably the two biggest names that I can think of. Tyra Banks, maybe. Oh, Tyra Banks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Claudia Schiffer. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, she's like the top tier of the top tier. So. Yeah, she's she's tops. So that'll be very interesting to see as well. Um, another newcomer, Max Greenfield. 
Wait, uh, from New Girl. Uh, Schmidt from New Girl. That's right. Um, and he is playing Gabriel, a uh, an uh, angel. No, a Hollywood junkie. So he, him, and Sarah Paulson are kind of. Uh, I don't know if they're lovers or anything, but they're kind of. I, I, that would be cool. I love him. He is awesome. He's pretty funny, and but I, I mean, I don't think his character's gonna be played for last in this. But they already yeah. have some pictures of him in costume that. Um, he he's wearing a very deep V and like a bright yellow blazer, so it looks very Hollywood. Oh boy! Um, but I, I'm sure he'll cool. do a great job. Yeah, yeah I'm excited <laughs> about that. that's great. He's he's great. I'm like I like that. So speaking of Twin Peaks, this is a, a one that I'm particularly excited for. Madchen Emick. Um, I don't know if that's how you say her name. Uh, she played Shelley on Twin Peaks. What the the beautiful young waitress. And kind of one of there's a few female protagonists on that show. Um, for those of you, I mean, Shelley was never... the young one that was dating um, the was it Jimmy? Uh, no, or she was the owner of the de- or of the um, not not the owner. She was the main. She was waitress. the young girl who dated the guy that was um, Laura Palmer's boyfriend. Right, you are thinking, of course, of Bobby Briggs, Bobby, mm-hmm. Jimmy, Bobby, Bobby, Jimmy, Jimmy, Bob. Right, and she had the uh, the abusive husband. Yes. Um, uh, so let, let's died. take a break. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. Damn it. Now it's twenty years ago. Sorry. <laughs> well, and that's what I was just about to say. For those of you who are not familiar with Twin Peaks, um, David Lynch, of course, was the director famous for movies like uh, Mulholland Drive, Blue Velvet, um, Eraserhead. Bizarre, fantastic director. Um, Twin Peaks was a show in, what, the early... 1991, 90? I think? Yeah. 1990, um, 91, something like that? It, it's all on Netflix. You should totally go watch it. It's Only amazing. Two seasons. It's so weird. Fantastic show. Um, and it kind of spearheaded the, like, bizarre... I mean, that show was not necessarily horror. It was more like suspense mix with kind of comedy and a million other things. It was one of... Supernatural, I mean, it, too. It really is weird. kind of like a... And in in like tone, I would say it is kind of an American Horror Story predecessor almost. I, I agree. There's no way that American Horror Story would exist if it weren't for a show like uh, Twin Peaks. But the characters are there's so many just fantastic, it's bizarre, amazing. interesting characters. The music is wonderful. It takes place in this like little town, and I think it's supposed to be Washington somewhere. Yeah, um, Pacific Northwest. Uh, it, it revolves around the murder of this girl. The main character is played by um, Kyle MacLachlan, who, if you watch Twin, or sorry, if you watch Portlandia, he plays the mayor. Um, but this is when he's young, of course, and full he, was, of enthusiasm. he also played um, uh, Trey something or other on Sex in the City. He was Charlotte's like first husband. Oh, okay. I feel I like a lot him. of people will get that. Yeah, I know, <laughs> and I'm a little embarrassed from... to say that. I know that. <laughs> uh, also, Lara, Lara Flynn Boyle was the best friend of the murdered girl, Laura Palmer. Yeah, and she was a major, major, major character moving forward. But uh, I totally recommend that to everybody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a little cheesy, but in like a very cool way. I mean, my wife and I binged it in like. Oh my god! You just of... said my wife and I. I know it's so weird to say, um, but we, we like binged that show honestly in like the span of a weekend. It's that good. Awesome! It is good. It's weird, but you'll mm-hmm. love it. So I recommend if you are if you're not familiar, you'll indulge, and also you're gonna like become familiar with so many memes that you didn't realize before. Yep. So and log lady, <laughs> for real, educate yourself. Um, so yes, Shelley is going to be playing a woman whose son is ailing, which is like the most vague description of a character we've ever heard. <laughs> but she will be the mother of a child. That's all I know. 
And finally, the last newcomer we're having is uh, Darren Chris, who you'll know from Glee. Wait, um, what? He's going to be on this? Yeah, he's playing a Silver Lake hipster yeah, from the neighborhood of Silver Lake in L.A. So. Sounds appropriate. So we got a few singers on there. Yeah, didn't he? He was the love interest of Kurt. Is that yes. right? I, yeah. I only watched like the first two seasons of Glee and it kind of fell off for me a little bit. Yeah, I I was one of those that I caught them on Hulu in the summer when I was didn't have shows to watch. Um, but he he was a good character and a good singer. So we'll see if he sings. But um, but he he was good. I liked him. Yeah. So he will be new too. So that's kind of rounds out our cast as far as the characters we know so far. Cool. Um, so I was going to ask you. American Horror Story is, of course, famous for its cameos. Yep. And many people who end up returning. Um, I was going to ask you, of the people who are not returning as of yet or who are not announced to return, who do you hope, um, who would you like to see the most? And I can give you some names if you want to see some names. Well, I feel like the one name that automatically comes to the top of my mind, which is a name that we've talked about just, uh, you know... Time, time on time on ends on ends. I know what you're gonna say, Francis Conroy. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I, which is a bummer that she's not currently listed in the cast. I know. I don't. I just don't understand why she doesn't get the recognition for the parts that she does because she is phenomenal and she's so great and she's brilliant. I love her so much. I don't think she was. Has she been nominated for any of her roles that she's done? I think she was for when she was in Asylum. Um, Oh, well, I feel like Coven was her best character, Co- though. Hands down, Coven was her best character, and I don't remember if she was nominated or not. But that was she was she killed it. I I thought she was better than Jessica Lange in that one, you know. And uh, I agree. I, 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 I agree. But saying that, Jessica Lange's amazing. But yeah. but you don't say that lightly. That's a big yeah. compliment. Yeah. I mean, Francis Conroy mm-hmm. is brilliant. I don't I, I I don't know what other Academy people are missing on that, but she's brilliant. Um. I, I I always want to see Connie Burton come back. <laughs> I always do. I don't she hasn't we'll even her. guest starred, I think, since season one. Well, she's she? got that Nashville show, so I think she's mm-hmm. pretty committed to that. But Pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. And Dylan McDermott from season one also, I think he's pretty cool. I'd love to see him show back up again. And last time we saw him was Asylum. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What, what other people are you thinking? Uh, of course, Neil Patrick Harris was in last oh, season. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Zachary Quinto. Oh been... yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he'd be great. He's he's great. Uh, Jamie Brewer, who has been oh, a staple yes. in a lot of seasons. Yes. Uh, Gabrielle Sidibe. Oh, Tisa damn it. I want all these people. Did you just listen mm-hmm. to my list? Uh, John Carroll Lynch, who played Twisty last season, was oh, great. Oh, he was really good. Yeah. Also, um, I always forget his name. The guy who played Doctor Arden in season two. I don't think uh, he's been James. Back. James. Um, oh crap. I'm, I have to Google Babe because that's what I like. <laughs> he is the farmer in Babe. That's absolutely right. Um, but you are, of course, thinking of. I just Googled James Babe. James Cromwell. <laughs> James Cromwell, yeah. Do you know um, the first one that came up? Yeah, actually, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, yeah, James Cromwell. He'll be great. <laughs> Um, so those are all great names. I agree with you. I, Francis Conroy is one I'd be super excited to see. Um, in Patty this LaBelle? particular, what'd you say, Patty Labelle? That'd be cool to see her again. It, it would be pretty cool much to see Patty just LaBelle. we list everyone. I, we are just basically listing everyone. I think of those that would be that I think would be most interesting in a setting like this. Oh, good question. Yeah. Mm, 
I mean, we're having Murder House, so I think it's a possibility we'd see like Thaisa Farmiga, Connie Britton, or Dylan McDermott make an appearance again. And of course, I mean, we already talked about Jessica Lange potentially reappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I always love Zachary Quinto's characters. They're always dark. They're always... I, I'd he's like good. to see him again. Mm-hmm. He's great in everything he does. Uh, did you see him in Girls this last season? He was like such a weird off-character. He played uh, the boyfriend of... Uh, what's her face? The girl that Adam was dating, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't remember who. What was that actress's name? Anyway, yeah, I do remember. She's that. she she plays Britta on Community, but yeah. Oh yes, yes, that's right. Um, I follow her on Instagram too. Crap. Anyway, yeah, I know you're talking about. <laughs> we're struggling with names tonight. I know. Sorry, guys. but uh, we're just back in this game. But he played. Um. So, yeah. Such a great Gillian Jacobs. Gil- Gillian yes. Jacobs is her name. Yes, but Gillian he played a, a great character, like just such a weird character on that show too. But he's just he just like inha- he's such a good per- like person in terms of like inhabiting the character. He's great. Yeah, I, I really like to see him. I love him. Like I know this is weird, but I love him as Spock. <laughs> Absolutely. No, he's I a great love- Spock. I don't think that's weird at all. He's fantastic. So I'd love to see him back too. So Francis Conroy or Zachary Quinto, if they make an appearance, that'd be oh, fantastic. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but now I want to talk a little bit more about the hotel itself. Um, the season, of course, is inspired by famous horror hotels. We've already mentioned some of them before. We mentioned the Overlook, which is the hotel from The Shining. Yep. And I really want to see some homages to that. We mentioned, of course, Lodge in Twin Peaks. We mentioned the TV show you're talking about that was set in New York. Yes, I'm looking at. Um, I've even thought of like the freaking the Tower of Terror. Oh yeah, um, is this Twilight Zone stuff? Yeah, is a horror you know a horror hotel, but it's actually the most primary focus is a real hotel that exists in los angeles it's a hotel that's called the cecil Ooh. Uh, the cecil is known for several suicides and its criminal activity which includes three murders most notably the hotel was reported that was the reported residence for serial killer for ser- serial killers richard ramirez in 1985 jack unterweger in 1981 and it is rumored to be one of the last places elizabeth short was seen before her murder in 1947 interesting in February 2013, so this is two years ago, the nude body of Elisa Lamb, a 21-year-old Canadian student, was found inside one of the water supply tanks on the hotel roof. Yikes. Lamb went missing January 31st, and her decomposed body was discovered on February 19th by a maintenance worker in one of the rooftop water tanks, after guests had complained about how low water pressure was and that it tasted funny. Oh, that's like how to go... Do you watch How to Get Away with Murder? I don't. Okay, that's also a great show. Anyway. But that, that kind of something that ties into that. Continue. My bad. Authorities later ruled Lamb's death as an accidental drowning. Video surveillance footage taken from inside the hotel elevator showcased Lamb acting strangely, pressing multiple elevator buttons, hiding in the corner of the elevator, and waving her arms wildly, causing widespread speculation about the cause of her death. Many residents and reporters thought she was possessed... Lamb had bipolar disorder, which could have contributed to her death as well as her strange behavior in the elevator. So that hotel is among the most primary inspirations as well. I like that. For our hotel Cortez. I like that. I'm excited. So for sure, a lot to be excited about. So I kind of want to wrap things up by just talking about one more time, um, overall expectations, any wild theories you want to throw out now. Um, let me take kind of, a drink I guess, of my whiskey and I'll tell you some things. Final thoughts before we roll uh, into episode one next week. Final thoughts are, A, I'm glad they kind of somewhat wiped the slate clean with uh, the cast so we know we're not going to see 
the same storyline that we've seen the past few times, which is um, uh, an aging woman who is trying to regrasp her youth or some form of power. Uh, I'm curious to see how Lady Gaga is going to play out. I don't know. I mean, to to make her a primary character kind of scares me, you know. I and I, I and as far as Lady Gaga goes, like I liked her growing up. Oh, growing up, like she's younger than me. <laughs> I feel like, but um, I I like her, I like her music. I think she's cool. I think she's very interesting. Uh, I've never had any hate for her at all, or but I've never had any like 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 love. Like I'm obsessed with her, so I'm very curious as to why she's such a primary character in this uh, season so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out i hope she can back up what's happened in the past four seasons acting wise i think for for the most part with the exception of some of evan peter's characters just because he's not doesn't he hasn't had the best characters to act in um everyone across the board acting wise has been phenomenal so i hope that meets that level um I'm excited about the 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 setting of a hotel. I'm just anxious to know if they're going to do what they've done in the past, which is throw a bunch of shit against the wall ideas and then and then see what sticks and then wrap it up in the end when in some form. Those are my concerns. What I'm excited about, I'm always excited about uh, um, Kathy Bates. I'm always excited about, um, uh, oh, damn it, what's her face? Sarah Paulson, Angela Bassett. No, no. Lily Rabe, Lily mm. Rabe, Lily Rabe. I'm, I'm going for, like, the peripheral. I, obviously, I'm excited about Sarah Paulson and um, Angela Bassett. But uh, the, the supporting characters generally make it a much more rounded uh, show. So I like that. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I, holy cow, like... Naomi Campbell is going to be in this. That's going to be really bizarre. So I'm excited to see what happens there. Uh, Matt Bomer's dope. I really like I like Matt Bomer as an actor. I think he'll be awesome. Finn Wittrock killed it. I'm excited about that. I hope it is kind of like season one and season two, seemingly a more cohesive, coherent uh, storyline with a few um, um, uh, trips uh, along this uh, down the side to uh do some great horror two part uh or two episode parts like uh the santa claus killer in asylum or the Anne frank killer in asylum you know the uh the, those were those were like little two episode series that were awesome and scary as shit and and, and fun um that being again I, I i told you this before but i'm more excited about this season than i was for previous two seasons uh what do you what do you what are your expectations and fears but also what are you excited about in some ways i'm going to sound a little bit repetitive to you just because as i voiced before haunted hotel is like a sacred concept for me this is yeah, something you, i've been hoping for for yeah. a long time hell yeah and so i have very high expectations for how i want this season to feel um and it is much closer to season one um, and so I'm really hoping that it can fulfill that potential. That being said, that's a lot of weight to put on Lady Gaga, who is not I only know. a newcomer, but is not really an actress. Not I proof. mean, in many ways she fits the AHS mold, but more as a peripheral character, not necessarily as someone to take the shoes of 
Jessica Lang. Agreed. And as I mean, I really hope we don't go from something like you know the traditional plot of you know an older woman trying to find youth and take power to a younger woman trying to find youth and take power or whatever. You know. Um, another thing that concerns me a little bit is you know we were just talking about characters. We listed out eighteen characters right there. Yeah. Already. Holy cow. I mean. One of the problems, I, it's cool that so many people want to be on the show. I love that, and I love all these actors. But when you have that many people, it's really hard to have character development. And this is something we've talked about in the past, is you spend so little time with everybody that you don't really get to know them in depth like you did when the cast was so much smaller like it was in season one. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I guess my hope is that some of these characters that we've talked about are very peripheral characters, but like like you said... Um, Maybe have like a very prominent role in one episode where we like really like kind of like the Santa Claus killer in Asylum. Like they yeah. become very interesting, but we kind of know them for one episode and then they're kind of gone. And then we have, you know, four or five characters that are kind of our core that we really get to know and understand. Among those, I have a lot of hope for Evan Peters being recast in a serial killer role again because I did love him so much as Tate. He's and great. I think he has a lot of potential. The other character, um, of course, Sarah Paulson, I'm also super psyched for because I, I just love know her, she's going to yeah. nail it no matter what it is. The other one that, um, in addition to all the others you talked about, Lily Rabe, Kathy Bates, Angela Bassett, all those, is Dennis O'Hara's Liz Taylor. Oh, I think yeah. has a lot of oh, very yeah. cool, I think that has a lot of fun potential. Um, so I'm very excited to see where that goes as well. Would you say, could you, I mean, would you put it at this might be a make or break season to, to decide what's going to happen? Because American Horror Story has always been interesting and it has this cult following, but the past two seasons have had its issues and with its uh, reviewers and the critics. But with the season, again, not using Jessica Lang, this could really uh, propel it into a different way, uh, in a great way, or it could fall flat because as we've talked about and as you love so much this concept of the hotel is it's sacred it's they could they could just kill it with this in a great way or it could just be another incarnation of what has happened in past few seasons and that would be very disappointing and none of us want that because we love this series you know i think that they're banking a lot the creator's Ryan yeah. Murphy and Brad Felchuk are banking a lot on this kind of being the rebirth, right? Because yeah. obviously um, they're tying it so close in to season one. Um, they're bringing on a new, I don't know if, she, you know, Lady Gaga might not necessarily be someone who continues in additional seasons, but they're bringing in somebody else, you know, we're retiring Jessica Lange's jersey, so to speak, you know, yeah, we're moving totally. on to, new, to a new face. And where the pressure's the on the rookie. Exactly. Um, so clearly they are trying to uh, not necessarily reinvent because it seems like more they're they're trying to reach back for that original original magic I guess from the first original two seasons yeah and I think you're absolutely right I think that this there is a lot riding on this season and I think we as we've said before as much as we like this show and we like a lot one of the things we always say is that we really enjoy the acting and the characters but the plot just seems to it wanders and meanders go, go strange directions especially in the middle. Yes, I would say you know it typically we'll start out with a bang and then we end up you know we end up having finding even though we may not love the conclusion there's things we find that we like yeah generally the last three episodes we're like okay here we go but it always seems to me like the like the middle like six seven episodes is like what's happening here <laughs> there's like a couple highlights and then yeah you know, we're more we're more pointing at like particular scenes we liked versus yeah. actually liking the whole episode and so I would like to see a return to form for this. 
to one um, and two. Exactly. And, um, yeah, I think that they have the potential to do something pretty incredible with this concept. I mean, it is in some ways a tired concept just because it's done, been done a lot, but in some ways that's what makes it so exciting. Yep. Is that if you pull all those myths and kind of push it through the American story, American horror story lens, so to speak, there's so many cool things you can do with it. And I yeah. hope that they accomplish those things. And maybe don't try to do all of it because that could be too much. Maybe try to focus on a few cool things. And I like that we have two particular... You know, we always had villains were outlining immediately, um, but I kind of hope that they persist and that they're terrifying, cool villains that write us through the whole season. I mean, what a bummer that Twisty died so quickly last Agreed. season. Agreed. I mean, and obviously Finn Whitrock, you know, Dandy was great, but as like the overall bad guy throughout the whole season, I, it would have been so nice to have kept Twisty for the whole season. I so. agree. You know, hopefully they've learned from their mistakes. Maybe they listen to our podcast and we've been able to give them, provide them some advice. So you hear that, Ryan, Brad, Ian, any any y'all mafas? Yeah. So so I guess with that, um, I would say on to greener pastures, and we'll see what happens next week. Um, can we say that it's going to be really interesting watching this on a Monday night? As it's not on Monday. Monday. It's it's not what? on Monday. It's mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. It is on Wednesday. Yeah. Why did I think I it was Monday? I don't know. It's That's definitely good. it's definitely Wednesday. So maybe, it's, maybe it's, I was thinking of the scream scream queens as Mondays, Tuesdays. Oh Jesus! I don't even know. <laughs> it is I'm on Wednesday. My Wednesday the seventh is the premiere date. The part the thing is I'm trying to like schedule my drinking <laughs> according to this uh, show. So it, it still will be Wednesdays. I would double check that afterward, but I am almost positive it premieres okay. next Wednesday. That's good because I'm going fishing tomorrow and I get back Sunday. And if I have to podcast on Monday, Lord knows I will. But it's better if I got a patty. It's our midweek. It's our our home day. I love it. I hope it's I hope it's Wednesday because Wednesday's the best day for sure. Kicks off the weekend. Anyway, (laughs) on Wednesday, absolutely right. Okay, folks. Well, um, thanks for bearing with us, and we're excited to be back and. uh, Man, all I can say is um, I can't wait to see what the season brings. Any last words? I don't yet. I will after the first episode. I'm just so excited and so happy to be back. It's a little sentimental because I've had two whiskeys since we've had this conversation. But I am really pumped to be back. I'm glad you guys are the returning people. Hello. Tweet us. Instagram us. Email us. Tyler will give you all the info in a sec because we seriously, we talk about you guys a lot and we were so excited that you guys are into this show as much as we are. Um, the other thing is I'm so happy to be, uh, well, generally sometimes it's FaceTiming, sometimes it's Skyping, sometimes it's uh, video chatting over Gmail, but to be with my boy Tyler again. It's been a minute. Absolutely. Oh, this is, you know. What a fun way to connect, right? And to yeah. talk about one of our favorite TV shows. So, and share it with you guys. Check our Facebook out. Check the fa- the the videos from his wedding. <laughs> That's facebook.com slash this American Horror Story. Uh, you can also hit us up uh, with your questions and comments on Gmail at this American Horror Story at gmail.com. And of course, uh, check us out on social media. Uh, Chris, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram uh, at Chris Husted. I'm also on Snapchat. Chris with a K. Chris, Chris with a K. With Chris a K. with a K. I'm also on Snapchat. 
and that is the Chris Husted. And of course, you can find me just about everywhere at TJ Moss Eleven. So he's on. He's week, on. He's on, on. Or he's on Snapchat too. <laughs> Indeed, I am. So until next week, folks. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Happy awnings. Mwah. Bye, guys. We out. <laughs>